can say still, I think I think I've only recorded one show on this anyway. Here's my goals here. Um <clears throat> I want to <sighs> reestablish restoring human. And as a part of doing that, um kind of lay a foundation for uh yeah, the, I I called it theology of health, but it's like that's ultimately the driver for the restoring human vision. That's also like um as I'm trying to explain stuff with my own current situation, it's like I can't I can't even I can't even do justice to like things I'm doing and decisions I'm making without the foundation of the theology. Yeah. Right. So yeah. so first step. I'm already recording by the way. Okay. Um <clears throat> Yeah, the ver- the first step is 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 reframing the restoring human stuff. Um and actually, I don't know if it was, I think it was one of Justin's, uh, one of his podcasts recently. You listened to his, his like extra podcasts. Maybe this isn't public information you want to give out. <laughs> Not usually. So, so on one of them, uh, he, he was just talking about like, uh, I don't know if he actually said restoring or like reordering or reframing or re something, right? Mm-hmm. And having that is that a prefix of re? It means basically getting back to something that was, right? Right. So even in the name "restoring human," like we've talked, we talked before, and probably like originally on the first show about like okay, things used to be better than they currently are in our current mess of the wave of of chronic disease um but the real truth under that is we have a complete worldview that is shaped around things were originally created perfect yeah and we also have a worldview that has the end of the story already written and we're getting back to, we're going to return to a state of, of renewed perfection. And, and, and right now, basically we have the job of joining on that mission to that. That's, that's one day going to be completely fulfilled there. Yeah. And that's, the reality of what we mean by saying restoring human. We know that obviously there's things about the way the world works that are going to be restored, but it's like there's this element of our physicality, our physical bodies that is included in that. Um, And from our experience, hasn't gotten the airtime <laughs> that we think it needs. <clears throat> right. Right. Yeah. So there, I guess there was a <clears throat> kind of a dual meeting, double meeting to the restoring human 
uh, brand uh, name. The, the human pieces, there's a, one of them was the way that a human is supposed to live um, from a health perspective. If you were to live this certain way, then you would get a good outcome. And we haven't been living that way. So we want to restore that way of living so that humans can start to flourish or thrive the way that they're supposed to be. Um, but yeah, like you, like you mentioned, there was a, the other meaning of that, which would be a more important meaning, I think we would say, um, even bigger than just how a person is supposed to function from a physical health perspective. There's a certain way that humans were supposed to thrive and flourish in this world. I think they're the same. Well, they're the <coughs> they're connected. I would say the the physical aspect of it is a sure okay. a lower level. Okay, 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 fair. Or like a yeah. a branch off of right the uh, the main thing there. Right. Yeah. So it's like, but the principle of why we think it can be restored the way that like if we think about health mm -hmm. how people thrive when it comes to their health the principle of why we think that can be restored is because we're in the middle of a story where restoration is happening and it's going to be completely fulfilled in the future like that story is already written and we're in the, that process of moving towards that so since that's the case, since that's a truth, well, then now you can apply it to, okay, well, if somebody's body is in chaos, that can get back to being organized, being, again, flourishing. Right. Right. Okay. So let's, let's hit pause on that because that's where I want to, that's where I want to end up and like really dig into that a little bit more. Um, but first to say that this, I guess, and this is more my my personal, maybe slightly selfish, uh, ambitions here. Um, I need, I need this outlet to, to like have these conversations, <laughs> right? So we started this, this restoring human podcast a number of years ago. Um, and ultimately that was like, nothing has changed. <laughs> this, this was the original motivation. This was the original, um, like push to, like start having these conversations around health, right? This is the, the, the primary push that ended us up, um, in this wonderful space that we're in now, um, having the desire to create a gym, um, that really does some tangible work, um, in, in seeing this, this, vision, seeing this mission, seeing this, this, um, this work that needs to be done in helping people, um, restore and renew their physical bodies. Like we see this as a, a, a huge opportunity and a huge place for us to like put the boots on the ground and do the work and make this happen. Right. That's why we started the gym. Um, but it's like, I personally just, uh, you know, felt this need to maybe just more explicitly have these conversations. And we've, we've talked a little bit in the past about how like, yeah, we should really kind of reorient and reframe 
um, and be be more explicit about this restoring human stuff because, like, <clears throat> a, a huge, huge, huge reality is, like I already said, this is not getting any airtime. Yeah. And it's a, as, as much of a problem as it is um, health, as much of a problem as that is just in, in general, and anybody can see it in our world, like, it's no different within the church. Right. And I think that's that's possibly an even bigger, feels like an even bigger burden to me to to be in the place that we're at where we're, we're very much, um, you know, we say that um, there is no divide between the sacred and the secular. Um, there is no divide between, you know, what... Um, what life looks like, what things our, um, you know, our, our, our faith, our worldview, our understanding of, um, the way God has created the world to be. There's, there's no, there's like that hand does not, not reach <laughs> into any area. Right. And so it's like, that's, that's how we have gotten to the convictions that we have about, um, health and lifestyle and, you know, what, what we've now kind of clarified as our principles of health, like, th- the reason we've gotten there is is first based off of a, a theological conviction. Yeah. Right? Um, and so to, to, to know that that's true, to know that that's really the primary driver, that's the the filter the layer over top of any decision we're going to make regarding health and then to simultaneously see so many people especially within the church struggling and and, and really dealing with the effects of sin suffering at the hand of things we like because of our philosophy of health just 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 understand and view a little bit differently um it's like, man, uh, let's <coughs> let's call a duck a duck and start talking about this. Yeah, yeah. I think um, there's been this big thing that's happened in Christianity. I don't know, fifty, hundred years. Who knows how long it's been happening? But basically, there's been this push more towards just personal relationship, mm-hmm. individual relationship with Christ. Um, and that comes from kind of the cultural dynamic of just individualism, um, consumerism type stuff that happens with people in America. But we want to have this personal relationship with Christ and it kind of separates. So then now, now your religious life, your spiritual life, that's between you and Jesus. That's between you and God. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then maybe only happens on Sundays or maybe happens with your small group or maybe happens with the Bible study, something like that. There's not this understanding that Christ is King. He's Lord. He's mm. the, the, he's in charge of everything that happens and he's actually set this world up to in a way that it functions a certain way and it functions the way that he wants it to function. Um, so mm-hmm. in the Christian world, this stuff comes up of, Oh well, this is something real that's happening in in, li- in people's lives in the world. So, do we just 
follow the world's teaching on this of how we mm. look at this and, and what on. we do about it? Or do we actually go back to Christ? Do we go back to his word mm-hmm. and say, okay, what does the Bible have anything to say about this particular topic? So something that's yeah. um, pretty uh, just uh, we're doing this now in, in 2021. We're just coming off of a year of a pandemic where a virus, um, you know, came into the world and uh, has taken a lot of people's lives, made a lot of people sick and shutdowns are happening and a bunch of crazy stuff has has happened over the past year. Well, that was something new. I mean, viruses, of course, weren't new, but this particular virus in the way that the world was responding was new. So what Christians had to do is they say, man, this is the way that the world was responding. Can we go back to scripture and say, okay, how are we supposed to respond to this particular thing? Mm -hmm. As far as public health, um, how do we listen to the government? Can we go to church? Can we be around our brothers and sisters? You know, all of these different decisions had to be made. So it wasn't like, you know, you're reading the Bible and then you're, you come to Genesis 10 and it starts talking about the coronavirus, right? That's, yeah. that's why we haven't talked about the coronavirus in the past. Right. Same thing, I think, with health, right? The Bible doesn't specifically just lay out, okay, health is important. You should care about it. Here's what you should do. Here's how you here's how you should eat, here's how you should exercise, all the different things that we know are important for health. Mm-hmm. So I think most of the time Christians just ignore that as either something that God doesn't care about because it wasn't specifically, it wasn't just explicitly spoken about in, in Scripture or um, because there is so much of the world um, knowledge, the world's knowledge on, on this particular topic that they just assume, well, we can listen to whatever the authorities are over here Instead of actually studying, diving in, does the scripture right. talk about it at all? And what's interesting is, and this has been my struggle for probably the past 10 years, is I've learned so much about health. And there are experts over here. There are people that are knowledgeable. What we would say from a Christian perspective, from a theological perspective, is God's given a lot of common grace to these people who are not Christians, who aren't reading the Bible and don't get mm-hmm. their knowledge from there. Mm-hmm. They've been able to add a lot to the world with what they've studied and, and how they've taken care of people and research and all that stuff. There's plenty of people over here that I've learned from and, and benefited from. And then there's people in the Christian world, theological world, that understand Scripture, can teach Scripture well, you know, can interpret it, all of these different things. And, and there's good teaching over here. Nobody's really brought those two things together. Yeah. And people who have tried, what I've noticed is people that I've trust over here in the theological world have a very small understanding of health. So therefore, they, when you look at the stuff that they've written or what they've talked about, there might not necessarily be anything that would be contrary to biblical teaching, but it's just insufficient, I would say. Like they don't know enough about the topic that they're talking about to be able to apply scripture to it correctly i think so that's i would say the journey that we want to be on is trying to bring those two worlds together right and figure out is there is there lack over here we know there's lack over here right right? there's very few people that have a good theological understanding a christian worldview that are teaching good things about health and i would say there's even less people on the theological side that know about health right that are teaching anything Right, so it's like one of the one of the like real foundational fundamental things that um, 
our kids are learning in their classical Christian education is that all truth is God's truth. Yeah. And um, what's the what's the Abraham Kuyper quote? That <clears throat> there's not a square inch in the universe that Christ doesn't say is mine. Right. Right. And so it's like that's a paraphrase, by the way. Right. <laughs> It's it's like okay as we as we interact with these guys who like full disclosure some of the dudes who I have a uh, good amount of of trust in and have seen the good rigorous work that they have done in in the health field and really understanding really really peeling the layers back and. And looking at God's truth of how he has created this world to work and how he has um, designed humans to function optimally, a lot of them have a completely messed up understanding of how we came here, right? They, yeah. they think that, hey, this is a product of millions of years of different species evolving into the thing that we see here. And it's like, oh no, this modern thing that is, you know, the way we do agriculture now, the way we do medicine now, the way we um, live life now and, and, and work too much and don't rest and all of these different things, right? They say, like, oh, gosh, we've we've screwed this up. And they're looking to some of these, like, indigenous tribes that are still living in a certain way and saying, like, hey, actually, these guys have something right here, you know? Yeah. Um, there's, there's, there's so much truth to what they're discovering about the human body and what is like components of what we might call optimal thriving um, human experience that is you know unfortunately it's it's like it's laced with this really really terrible narrative right <laughs> um, that like can can really be redeemed and, and I think you're hitting a spot on um, like these these two these two worlds need to connect because I think they they make each other better <laughs> right um, I, I literally just came out of a conversation where somehow we ended up talking about a lot of the same stuff and one of the biggest differences is like I think basically one of the primary differences between uh, what I believe about the history of the world is that, hey, we are actually a lot more efficient at screwing things up. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't take quite so long for us to do it. You know? Yep. Um, so, okay. <sighs> if if these things... Oh, gosh. Let me, let me pull back again. We, we kind of reestablished that, hey, this restoring human platform, cat's out of the bag. Like, what we really want to start talking about here and start diving into here is, like, this is a, this is a distinctly, this is where we have landed as a distinctly Christian understanding of health in the human body and our, our physical being in this world. God has something to say about that yeah. <laughs> because he created it. And because the more we learn about what really is good and right and true and optimal 
for human beings is ultimately going to be because he made it that way. Right. right. So we want an avenue to, to, to speak to those things. And that's what we're going to do with this. Um, and kind of the place we need to start is we're getting at a little bit like what is, what is the foundation? So, so people, our friends, I'll say, they know that we have these different views about topics that relate to health, right? They know we view medicine differently. They know we view, um, yeah, just, just health and, and, and lifestyle, um, uh, topics, activities, whatever. They know we have different opinions on this stuff and, 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 and as a result, different practices with these types of things, right? And um, I got challenged a little bit this morning about like, you know, how does, how does grace interact with these things? How does this, you know, change how you view X, Y, and Z, whatever, right? But it's like, we, we can't have these more fringe, outworking type of conversations without having the foundational conversations about like, hey, this is, this is how I land at the decision to, you know, for me, care for my current health needs in this way, right? It's like my my friends and my family, they have lots of unanswered questions about why I am doing the things I'm doing uh, to manage a, a pretty pretty big um, problem <laughs> I'm currently having with my health, right? Yeah. And it's like I I I I want to communicate with them effectively about the th the things I'm doing to help them better understand um, and to to help them um, you know like <laughs> I guess feel better about w what I'm doing I guess not have as much fear um, over decisions that I'm making or whatever but it's like there's 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 an underlying category of just our 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 philosophy of health fueled by our theology of health um that kind of needs to be established first to even to even have the framework to talk about certain things yeah you know um i'm a little bit confused about the grace question or, or was yeah. it something about like um you know you have this kind of strict way you say people should live is there any grace in how these people kind of yes do that? yes so so again this is like maybe 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 let's 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 work our way towards that so a, a, a common a common thing that i think people feel from us is is like <laughs> potentially they they feel their own like whether it's guilt or shame or judgment over certain lifestyle decisions right uh -huh. um like if if they're to compare to certain things that we might do or uphold as valuable right 
and it's like, um, yeah, there's, there's a whole conversation to be had there, but it's like, so the, the, the topic on the table, right? I've got freaking mental health problems right now. Right. And so it's like the question of, you know, the, the person who turns to Western medicine to deal with that, that problem, which is for me and for anybody, an effect of sin, right? We agree on that. Some people believe um, pharmaceuticals to be a means of grace to mental health issues, right? Sure. I didn't. I do. I do not. Right. And so, like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not casting judgment on somebody who does, but I have not only. I I have a I have first a worldview that then informs my understanding of health in the human body that then turns into very real application of those things right yeah and it's like I see that there's a a a <laughs> to use modern language there's a systemic problem with healthcare with western medicine um that it's like what is what has become to be true and what has become to be normal in the you know the natural the 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 like standard approach to certain things it's like the, the system is set up to give you that answer i'm saying i think that answer's not optimal <laughs> right you know, right. so it's like we can't even we can't even go there though without first starting from the place of okay, like here's here's why first we need to apply theology right. before we get to <clears throat> this is why I'm not going to take those drugs. Yeah, I guess when you say apply theology, I think we need to, that's what we want to do is we want to try to develop a theology that we don't believe has ever been developed of yeah. how the, how a human being should look at, well, how a human being, but more so how a Christian should look at, view, and manage their health. Um, because if you don't have that theology of that you can point somebody back to, right, then everything that happens downstream is there's it's just going to be kind of a you know a decision that's not based off of anything objective I guess it's kind of a um, so just take the the example of what you just said there's a you have a mental health issue the traditional way of handling that is going to a doctor getting a medication to address that so when somebody says to you, well, you're not doing that, so it seems like you're judging the person for doing that or you're, you're rejecting um, a means of grace that God's given the world to help you, that can be said because there's no foundation there. There's no basis for, okay, well, what's making Jarek's decision, what's leading to Jarek's decision to say, I don't want to do that. Is it just I hate medicine or I prefer the natural way? Um, if it's just a 
preference thing, then yeah, that doesn't that definitely makes sense what they're saying. Right. But if what your decision is based off of a theological understanding of of the way that the human body works and the way that the human body should um, function, then then their their question there is is different. It doesn't. There's a different answer to their question, I guess. Right. You would have to say. Right. So so here's 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 where I think we should go. We have our principles of health sitting here on the wall, and the first one is is real is meant to be this big umbrella statement. To obtain health, give the body what it needs to stay away from what it doesn't. That is like, okay. If we, if we, you know, kind of roll back here. If our, if our, you know, first beliefs, right? Our first understanding is that God created a world in which sin, sin did not exist pain, suffering, sickness, disease, all of this stuff did not exist. If we believe that to be true, and we believe that basically any problem that we experience now is only outflowing, it's only downstream of that created order being broken. And we understand that... <laughs> What we should ultimately be working towards is figuring out the way that we get back to this state where, so so based off of that statement, we give that physical human body that God created in the beginning everything it needs and we do not interact with the things that are prohibiting, that are interfering, right, with that happening that is like that's how we return to a state of health we we have a we have a theological framework a foundation that says the natural normal state of the human body is a healthy place sure yeah, we have to start there yeah i mean i think it's a little complicated um so something we haven't mentioned yet is one way of looking at it is God wrote two books, right? So he wrote scripture, what we call the Bible. That's what we'd call special revelation. And then there's some people call it the book of nature. Mm -hmm. So it's what happens actually in the world. Um, and how we study that we call science, mm. right? Um, I have a quote here from this guy's Johan Kepler, I think his name is. But he said how he defines science and discovery is thinking God's thoughts after him. So like you already referenced, once we get to a truth, all that means is we've now just kind of unveiled, we've revealed right. what God already did, right? This is the way God set it up. We just figured it out. It wasn't that we created right. something or we did something new. Right. Um, so yes, the, in the beginning, everything was perfect. Right, there was no sickness and disease and death and all that stuff. But then even when after so what happened after that in the story of scripture is there was a fall and sin came into the world and there was a curse to the to creation. So then now things aren't perfect anymore. There's bad things that happen. That's a simple explanation of that. Mm -hmm. But then when you kind of study that book of nature, if we actually look at science 
things are organized. Right. Things are intelligently designed, you could say. Um, so you know, even though sin has a, uh, in kind of marred everything that happens in creation, things still are happening in an organized way, right? If you look at, if you study an anatomy book and just look at one cell and see all the things that happen in one cell that we have, it's unbelievable what can happen. Mm-hmm. All the functions that are happening, all the things that come in and out of the cell, how the cell responds to its environment, the signals that it sends off when it needs things, when it has too much, all that stuff. There's this intelligence there that's, that it is happening all the time without us ever thinking about it. So then even when you look at that, that still says, okay, the, the normal state, the state that it seems from what we've figured out through science is that the body wants to be in a healthy place. Mm-hmm. And what science tends to call that is homeostasis, meaning that everything's kind of in order, Yeah. right? The cells are functioning normally. And then the other piece of that principle is, what they've noticed when they've studied the way God has created this things to be is that when you put the cell in a certain environment where maybe it doesn't have what it needs, then now it has to adapt. So things start to potentially go wrong or it moves away from homeostasis. Or if you fill it with something it doesn't need, then now again, it moves away from homeostasis. So that is, Yes, we can look at it from a theological perspective through looking at scripture. So you can maybe um, classify that as a biblical perspective, of just understanding the story that we're in. But then also when you look at the, the way God created and the way he made things in nature, it also lines up. Those things are not antagonistic to each other. But I think something that maybe we need to get to also is back to this question that we're trying to lead up to. Mm-hmm is, okay, maybe people would give us that. That is true. That's what scripture says. That's what seems this book of nature, or what science would tell us. Mm-hmm. But is health even important? Does God really? Mm. So show me in scripture that God says me being healthy is important. Right. right. Or me giving the body what it needs and staying away from what it doesn't is important. Um, or again, show me scientifically. And then how do those two things interact? Yeah, maybe that is what science would show, but show me in scripture that it says we should care about our health. And I think that's where a lot of the pushback comes from with this whole grace thing. Well, okay, so so great. Like, I guess where I would go with that is then saying, yep, this is, like, we have this foundation because of, because of where we know things started. But now, what do we do now has to be informed by our place in the full story that we have the grace of knowing the end of. And because we know that the end of the story is not like this, this, this completely different thing. I love how Justin talks about this. The end of the story, the the new creation that we're headed towards is not something that is, is, is totally a different substance. It is the same substance renewed. Yes. And so I know that it, this is, I love the analogy that he gives about um, when you are going into um, 
a, a property, right? When you're doing some remodeling in a home. Sometimes you rip the thing down to the studs, right? And you have to really take out a lot of the bad stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of a lot of demo and kind of almost destruction that needs to happen in order to rebuild the thing, right? But it's like if the thing has good windows, for example, it'd be foolish to let your kids run wild and throw their baseball through the window that didn't need to be replaced. <laughs> right. Right? It'd be foolish to light the, light the f- framework, light the studs on fire if, like, they were pretty sound and sturdy. Mm-hmm. You know? It would be foolish for us to do things that are going to break this thing down further and require repair that didn't need to happen. And it's not working in conjunction with, in this case, the, the, the remodeler that's trying to come in and create something new and beautiful out of this, these old bones, right? To end up with something better on the other side, right? Yeah. A renewed state of this house that already existed. Mm-hmm. I think that parallels to our bodies very well. Why would we do things that current science clearly shows us are destructive to our bodies, shorten our lifespan, hinder our experience of, of good life now, right? And actually work against what we know is where we're headed to a completely renewed and restored state that doesn't deal with this stuff. Yeah. 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 I think that that's, that's an important thing to, to dive into more and to to really kind of flesh that out. I think another piece of it, and this is, I wrote a, uh, kind of a theology of health, I guess, piece for our church a few years ago. And where I went with it is kind of this justification that a Christian should care about their health is um, in the commandments. We all know the commandment, thou shall not kill. Um, so that's thou shall not murder, actually. And it doesn't just, it's not just a standalone commandment saying, you know, you can do everything else harmful to a person. Mm-hmm. You just can't murder them. Mm-hmm. The What's behind that is not only should we not be doing anything that is harmful to a person that's against that person's flourishing, but it also speaks to the other side of that of not only should we not do anything that's against that person's flourishing, but we should actually be doing things that are for that person's flourishing. Mm-hmm. So we as Christians should be about our neighbors, other people, goodness in the world, right? We should be about everything about them thriving, flourishing. Yeah. So when you think about health, just physical health, um, again, this is where we bring those two things together. We understand that the way things work in the world is if you are unhealthy, that's, you're not in a state of flourishing, right? So we would want to try to reverse that process to get you moving in the direction of flourishing. And to me, that's an alignment with one of the main commands that, that God has given us. 
now you'd have to get into a whole discussion of what actually is flourishing, what what's thriving. That doesn't necessarily, that's not clearly defined for us. Um, but that but that's the stuff we have to at least get there to be able to have those type of discussions. If we never even have that understanding of well, this does seem to be something that God's calling us to, then mm-hmm. now it's just going to be a, back to that preference thing. Oh, you prefer natural stuff. I prefer Western medicine type stuff. Well. But but then it's like <laughs> that at least gives us like okay now we can talk about those things because if there is if we do have this this kind of standard I right. suppose then it's like there sh- there there is truth to be found here right there is like y- like yes there's going to be. Um, grace where the ideal is lacking absolutely and like there's 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 truth that we can look to here yeah and so um right so if you don't have the standard or if you don't have the ideal then you're not really giving grace right because you don't know when the person's moved away from this ideal or the standard mm-hmm. You know, so when it comes to clear sins, right? So you shouldn't murder somebody. <laughs> if you do, we know you've, you're not, you haven't met the standard. Right. Right. So there actually should be some guilt there. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the gospel message is that forgiveness can be given if there's repentance there. But if we don't even have a standard for this particular area of life, then now we can't call people to something and we, there can't be grace given to yourself or given to, right. to so, other people. So it's, it's, it's easier for us to do some of this nuanced work in other situations. Okay. So, oh, yeah. so let's look at, let's look at, you know, murder, for example. That's the, this, that's this black and white sin, right? But Jesus also says that, Hey, it's not just this. It's actually like when when you when you are feeling something ill towards your brother, <laughs> you are in the same sin here, mm-hmm. right? And so then, you know, I'm thinking about people in my initial community. I can see that, you know, they're harboring bitterness towards somebody because something that happened. It's like one of the most gracious things I can do for them is to walk into that with them and say, Hey, they're like, you are experiencing life right now in a, in a, a, a hindered way yeah, because of how you are treating this situation. Mm-hmm. There is something more vibrant, more, enjoyable there is something more free for you to experience because of the gospel right because of the created order because god said this is how things work and 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 so it was because you're treating this thing in a certain way because you are you know believing something to be true because you are are treating this person in this way you like you are actually like withholding like grace, a graceful opportunity for yourself. Yeah. Right. 
And it's like the, the loving thing for me to do is to help walk them through that. Yeah. To help them see where they might have sin in this, to repent, to believe the gospel, and to experience goodness of grace in that situation. Right. We're able to do that nuanced work with other issues, and it's like this this topic of health just seems like this untouchable thing that we defer to to Western medicine for. Right. And 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 and, and this if this year has made that conversation bigger, it's and the media. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep. Um so if you take that example, like some so somebody's harboring bitterness bitterness in your heart and you approach them and call them away from that. Like that's going to be hard for them to hear. They pr- they potentially could be defensive about that, mm-hmm. right? But they think they would come to an understanding of okay, this is this is wrong. This it does require change, mm-hmm. right? So they would they would fight for change. They would pray. They would invite you into that. Walk through walk it, through it with them, and then they get bitter again. They have harboring bitterness. You have the same conversation with them, right? right? Why that's grace. And right, that's not, hey, you can't be in relationship with me. You're not a Christian anymore. You can't be part of the church. You can't be part of my MC. There's none of that, right? There is grace given in that, knowing, okay, this is a tendency for this person to struggle with this particular sin. I think the difference in health is people don't are not able to have that standard, so they're not able to say what they're doing is sinful. Sure. Um, unless they like connect it to gluttony or they connect sure. it to pride or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. They connect it to running to something else other than Christ, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't see just their daily lifestyle decisions as sinful. So then if you were to call them out on it and call them to something better, then they absolutely see it as judgment instead of a gracious response. Right. To, to, even, to even like put more flesh on this, a lot of times dealing with these these sin issues with people they go back to deep roots of this is how i learned how to relate to people my entire life right this is this is you know this was the culture of my home for 18 years before i had to go off and start start making decisions for myself right mm-hmm. I was taught and instructed these things f- from the beginning. Sounds a lot like <laughs> the way we learn about health and food and medicine, right? It, 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 just because it's the way you did things, just because it's the way you learn things, just because they're the loudest people in the room... Guys, doesn't mean that that's right. Right. We we yeah we we gotta be able to have that conversation. That 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 here here's what's hopeful. We gotta be able to have that conversation that we know how to do. Right. We know how to how to <laughs> and more beautiful parallels. We know how to dig to find root cause mm-hmm. right like especially within our church people understand that P- 
people understand how to really dig to root issues of sin. Uh, like that, that there might not be a stronger parallel <laughs> to what we're ultimately doing, trying to find root cause of disease. Yep. Yeah, everybody understands it in that area. But when it comes to health, it's a preference thing. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, I'm sorry, but w- w- like, do you think I would really be choosing to endure suffering be- like because it's my preferential way to do things? Like, I have to have a very strong conviction about what is true about health and what is what is actually my route towards solving these pretty big nasty problems that I've got with my body right now to be able to endure some of the crap that I've had to over that's especially the past year. Yeah. Yeah. But just to even like that's not a place that people go in their mind of okay, I have this issue. I need to be strong in my convictions to be able to endure whatever is going to happen with this particular Mm -hmm. issue. Mm -hmm. Most people are just like, once I have an issue, let's figure out the quickest way to get that issue out of my life. Yeah. When it comes to, you know, symptoms. Yeah. Signs and symptoms of disease. Um, There's no, I'm going to do something about this because I have theological convictions. It's, oh, I don't like how I feel. And these people over here seem to have the answer to helping me feel differently. So I'm going to go do that. I think if if we were able to shine a light on the foolishness of viewing your health that way, then we could get Christians on board with seeing their health in a different way. Being able to clearly communicate, okay, looking at it that way is a worldly perspective. Looking at it through a worldly perspective. That's not a Christian perspective, the way mm-hmm. you're looking at that. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we would have to have it developed what a Christian perspective is on that to be able to say that, which I think is part of the reason why we haven't been able to be as bold in what we say. Right, but and, but that's also the reason why like this is where we're starting. We're not, we're not starting by like, hey, this is what you should think about COVID. Hey, this is what you should think about X, Y, and Z, right? It's like we gotta start with this these foundational pieces right that inform how we go about these other things again it's, it's where I start I, I want to I want to have conversations around you know uh, why 90% of my diet is is beef <laughs> right why you know why I'm choosing to do certain things right now and it's like that's like I think that's Genesis chapter nine, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know where we're exactly going with this, but I think something that's connected to this and one of the other, I guess, topics that we just have to dive into. Um, when you think about how most people, another, I guess, way of people looking at health, even if they don't like to do the whole just get treat their symptom type thing is they, uh, their motivation for doing something for their health is either vanity mm, mm-hmm. or again, maybe they just want to feel better. Maybe they do want to you know. I want to be here for my family. Yeah. Um, which is a, a good thing. But the other big thing that I don't think has been established in the Christian world is everything that we do as Christians should be to glorify God, mm-hmm. right? Chief end of man, glorify God, enjoy him forever. So even before you get to, I want to be here for my grandkids or I want to make sure I can provide and protect my wife yep. or even if it is, I want to, I want my body to look good, right? I want, I don't want to have a symptom and be sick and not be able to be missional. Those, all these good things that you could say, the first thing should be, right. I want to glorify God with everything. And <laughs> sometimes I think, you know, our finances are under that, our parenting's under that, our relationships are under that, my spiritual disciplines are under that. Somehow my health is not. Mm-hmm. Somehow my health is, uh, like you said, maybe that's just a, that's under the secular aspect of my life, not the sacred aspect of my life. Yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 one of the things recently that's even pushing me deeper into this stuff is um, like these, these guys who are really catching on to this whole. So, so one thing that's super popular right now is, and now I feel like we're just getting into some topical stuff, but is this uh, agriculture, right? So, a a common belief is that one of the one of the best ways to support the planet and the human body is to stop eating meat and to be plant based and this is going to make us healthier as people and it's going to um, be beneficial for the environment and climate change and all of this stuff, right? That's 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 a loud message that I'm sure everybody's heard. Yeah. There's a a a strong minority that is gaining in popularity now that are saying, "Hold on a minute. There are some things here that don't add up." Like the guy saying, hey, actually, um, animal foods are, like, extremely nutritious. Um, and actually, there's there's what, what they literally call regenerative practices that not only deal with the bad effects of how we've done agriculture, but actually 
might be the only way, <laughs> with the help of animals, to renew our Earth. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, they, they again, they don't even know how good and how rich this story that they're discovering is. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, uh, that's, I don't think that's right. And I think this is a better route forward. I think this is actually the only way we can, you know, save this planet. You know, it's it, it's not by the stuff you're suggesting. Right. And it's like, it it lines up with what we know to be true about the body. It, it certainly supports what we know to be true about the end of the story and supporting actually, you know, not not doing things that just drive this earth to the ground, but do things that actually restore it and renew it and bring vibrancy and life to it. Yeah. We know that that's where we're headed. Let's partake in those things now. Right. 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 Yeah, because that's even a, there's people that would re- reject, there's people in the Christian world that would reject uh, like climate change and you know bad things happening to the world and the way that they do it is like well we ha- we we know the end of the story right God's gonna renew this place uh-huh. and make every so and their mind they're either like so let this place go to hell in a handbasket because then God's just gonna fix it all at the end they don't see how our efforts actually are in alignment with the, what He's doing right. Um, or they just think maybe it's not going to go in the hell in that basket. It actually is going to start to progressively work towards that new creation. Um, but they don't take the time to think, okay, well, what could we be doing to actually participate in that? It's just, oh, it's going to happen somehow. So I don't really care about what's happening now that could be working against that. So they should be supporting something like that <laughs> and supporting it, not, not by necessarily accepting it and saying, hey, this is the right way, but supporting it by, hey, we should actually think about this, study it, right. see if it is something that's right, because if it is right, then we should be supporting it and, and promoting it. What's happened with medicine is we've just given it over to them and saying, hey, whatever you guys are doing, it's amazing. So just continue doing it because you're God's, you're God's grace to the earth. Instead of, well, maybe we should actually look to see, are they studying the right things? Yeah, because when they study something, maybe they do get the answer that they're telling to us. But maybe they're studying the wrong thing. And if they don't study the right thing, then we're never going to get to the right answer. And if Mm -hmm. we just ignore that and just let them do their thing, then now we're going to end up down the road where we're just so immersed in this wrong way of thinking because there has been so much research to show that an antidepressant works when you have mental health issues. Well, maybe if we would have studied the right thing in the first place and learned what actually is happening in the brain, maybe we would never would have got to the study that shows antidepressants help with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's, I think we have to have this kind of robust um, creational theology, right? That God did create the word. He did set it up in, in the a way of how it's functioning and uh, redemptive theology of it is going to be redeemed, it is going to be restored, um, but how, what does that, how does that inform us to live, right? What should we be doing? Well, if we're supposed to be participating in that, if he's using us to get to that place, then we should be knowing and studying and figuring out what is the best way to get to that place instead of just ignoring it, waiting it for somebody else to do it. 
Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and I love how um, a ton of it points back to, um, like, one of the reasons why we've gotten to the place of basically where we have gotten in Western medicine is like needing these quick fixes for things because our entire pace of life is so jacked up because we're prideful and we're selfish and we, you know, we, we, we do not have a worldview that says, the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And there's, there's, there's other ways of life that re that like that, that reaches into how we go about our work, how we go about our families that like, Hey, actually a ton of these issues that we're experiencing with our health actually stem from how we deal with the rest of our life. And then the problems that have been created by fixed by by basically kind of what you're saying, asking the wrong questions, studying the wrong things, trying to offer the basically the wrong solution, like a lot of those things are then tied back to hey we're we're we're, we're doing life wrong, <laughs> we're trying to you know build our tower up to the heavens right, and it's like the only reason we have these problems and need these quick fixes is because we're doing the wrong thing in the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. We're, 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 we're trying to support an unsustainable lifestyle and then trying to look for fixes for problems that are only created because we're, we're pursuing the wrong thing. <laughs> right. You know, right. It's a mess. It is a mess, and we're we're stepping into it. So, how are we going to go about this? How are we going to do? So, I, I I like I like where we landed here. Um, I think, like, I don't know if there's if there's more work to be done with this foundational stuff, or if this is just kind of like continually where we take things back to. But I think like. I think there is value in us tackling some some real topics, you know, like <laughs> this COVID response, you know, uh, like uh, you know, go go down the list, like the 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 things that we believe we can thoughtfully engage with. Yeah, like like there there's there's something to say about them. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we kind of did it a little bit, but I think it would be good for especially like the theology nerds mm -hmm. to do like a systematic theology sure. of health, or I don't even know if health's the right word. It it but it, it it's almost like the. It, it's the it's the physical realm. Yeah. Is what we're talking about. Yeah. We, we are embodied people. Right. Right. So yeah, uh, kind of a systematic theology of that, but then also biblical theology of how is why is this important to the redemptive story yeah. of scripture? 
and just kind of diving into and you know getting some biblical references that type of stuff I think would be good is there anybody else we could pull into this to have those conversations I think we could have some people but um, it would be more of a I would like to get a lot of different people's perspectives on Mm -hmm. it so that we can interact with it Mm -hmm. um I wish there was an authority figure that we could bring into this, but I don't think there really is. To not that I've found authority figure in like if we're looking at something in scripture and saying, "Here's how we see this." What do you think? I think we could find plenty of those. Um, but to be able to bring these two things together, I don't think. Right. Yeah, I mean, and uh, and this is a. It's interesting, God's timing and all this. Like, this is what's happened in 2020. There's so many things that topics um, that people are discussing that are being brought out into um, culture. And we have to, as Christians, go back to the Bible and say, okay, what does the Bible say about these things? Mm -hmm. And have a thoughtful discussion um, about these things and i think health is something that we could have we didn't (laughs) we didn't need 2020 to see it as important but maybe something like what's happened in 2020 will bring it to the light so that we could start this discussion and then maybe some other people that we don't know are out there that are thinking similar things that we are that'd be neat join join this discussion so yeah i'm for it i mean bringing people in that totally disagree with us, mm-hmm. bringing people in that are on the same page and have different thoughts. Yeah. There are a few things I enjoy more than talking about these things. <laughs> yeah. Right? So um, we'll entertain anybody who has interest in having these conversations with us. Yep. Cool. That sounds like a, feels like a good place to conclude.